Dave just got that. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. And I'm not going to lie. This just dawned on me. We're in the living room. It's not normally where we record, and it's kind of throwing me off, but that's okay. Uh, Abby, how are you? I like it. You know I love change, so I'm adjusting well to this. Right. Um, no, but overall, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Cool, cool. Uh, Jacob Walsh, uh, how, yeah. are you, how are you, man? Dude, I'm good, man. I... I'm fine. I, you, you, you were just saying something about like, it was so funny right before we started recording, you were like, oh, it sounds like you need a vacation. And I'm like, oh, we just had one kind of like In the quarantine <laughs> yes. vacation. Right. Oh, well, yeah. you're right. I, I want another vacation from work though. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all do. I want we a vacation need- from my problems. We should have a day. What we should do an episode where we have all of our listeners submit their their like anonymously submit the issues they're having at work, and mm. then we'll read them and then we'll give them advice on how to deal with it. Okay, like a dear Abby. That's, yeah, that sounds like we would probably give pretty awful advice. Yeah, yeah. We'd get I would just fired. say quit. Quit. <laughs> buy a toy. Take well, a vacation. Philip Clark. Um, Everybody knows Philip Clark from the yeah. Tennessee Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. He 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 made a post in group therapy today on Facebook asking if people like do people that you work with or know in your personal life like do they know about like your hobbies and do they think you're weird um for them and it kind of everybody I work with on my day job knows about, you know, that I collect toys and that do Dragon Con and podcasts and all, all they know. Nobody's ever judged me for that. And Jake, I feel like you're in the same boat. You work with open-minded people. Yeah, I work with two people that I've known known for my entire life, so they they know everything. And and I think I think most of the people I know think it's cool. Right. Um, if anybody that I know personally doesn't think that it's cool that I collect a bunch of stuff, then they don't. That's not something I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, for me, that's their problem. I was shipping out the the YHS prints that we. Uh, that we did. By the way, there's still a few available if you go to our big cartel store. I think there's only three left. So get on those limited edition prints. I love that art. Um, that was a cheap plug for that, but I'm just going to go yeah, ahead and I say Yeah, I feel it. cheap. I feel cheap. No, but I was packing up the prints. I noticed my boss bought one. I didn't even realize that. I was like, oh, that's. I feel supported. I feel very supported right now. Yeah. Uh, Abby, I know you've dealt with some uh, people who with just judgment. have no understanding of what you do. Yeah, they're like, oh, my daughter goes to Dragon Con. You might see her. I'm like, no, I'm probably not going to because it's huge. Um, yeah. You might see I've, her there. Yeah, I've come up against people who don't really understand collecting as much, but... It's like whatever, and you just sorry. That's a bad connection. Hang up and try another line. You there know? you go. Find a new friend. Um, so what we're saying is we're willing to give you advice, but we're not sure it would be good advice about mm-hmm. your job. That's, um, yeah. 
But also don't let anybody ever judge you for anything. Be yourself. Do what yeah. you do whatever you want. Wait, unless it's me, unless you're like, hey, I collect Transformers, and I'll be like, okay. That shit's lame. But then in like three months when you're collecting Transformers, it will no longer be lame. It will never happen. I'm just basing that on your track record of like I will never collect caving. Transformers. I don't understand them. I can't play. I don't know how to play with them. I'm not. Smart. I like this setup because Craig's behind me and I'm not looking at him while I'm talking. So I feel like I can say anything I want. <laughs> It's kind of neat. Still here. Still here. But you're still here. Um, So I wanted to, before we get going today, before we, uh, there's this kind of broke today, so we might as well talk about it. Bill and Ted, the release date for Bill and Ted Face the Music has once again changed. It's now back to its original date of August 28th. So it's now, it's Hmm. now closer. So it's three weeks from today, basically, of recording. Um, So. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. We'll obviously when that gets released, we'll uh, we'll have a full breakdown. Yeah. Um, they did release the they did like an art contest, uh, for the um for people they did like to do fan art and they released the five winners today on Twitter and there's some really good stuff. I really liked it. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter were the judges. That would stress me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. A little bit. I, I would be a little less stressed because it's not like they're art critics. They're just going to be like, oh, I like this one. Right. Well, Jake, True. if you were doing a piece of art, it's different for you because you're an artist. But if you were doing a piece of art like that was being judged by the person who was the subject of the art, that seems stressful to me. It is stressful. But just like Abby said, the fact that they're not like art people takes a little bit of the stress off. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then it's also like... I don't know, man. Art is such a weird thing. And sometimes you get people who it would be weird because like they might, you know, the two of them might like something yeah. that isn't anything near, you know, they, they just pick what they like. They're not picking it based off of the artistic merit of right. the piece. So it's like, you you never know what kind of, it's not, that's not like a real art competition. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. You know, I told it's Abby, like fan art. Jake, you might like this. I was telling Abby this story today when I, I, I kind of thought like my whole life I was like up and through like elementary school and middle school. Like I kind of thought I was decent. Like I could draw, like I thought I was a pretty good drawer, like comparatively to like, you know, my parents basically <laughs> like I guess. if this, if this was a video podcast right now, it would cut to that picture of your Slimer that yeah. you drew. If you going through line paper, I thought I was pretty good. Like my whole, my whole existence. I was like, I'm pretty good at art. So going into high school, I was like, I'm going to take art. Obviously I'm really going to start to hone my skills. And, um, I quickly realized I was definitely worse than most of my peers. Not as gifted <laughs> as you thought. Like when we had to do self portraits, I remember being like, huh, this is pretty good. This basically <laughs> looks like a picture of me. And then like there was people who like didn't seem like they cared about art. They were just taking it for whatever. And I was like, oh, this is much better than anything that I'm doing. Um, so uh, fuck that. Fuck art is what I'm, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, just because you have money doesn't mean that you have good taste in art. That has been the subject of uh, a private conversation we've all been having this week. That's true. Um, But that's okay. All right, cool. So before we get going, speaking of art, um, those prints uh, came in, Jake. uh, I'm just telling Jake personal things, but we'll do it on the podcast. Um, Jack Johnson, who was the uh, production artist on Ghostbusters 2, he uh, did a run of prints. Don't do that. Why? Because it's making noise in the microphone. Abby just put a Darth Vader bendum on her microphone. Well, just, that's the whole point of the bendum is that he, they can go in places that other things can't. 
but I'm not going to address <laughs> that. <sentence. laughs> I regretted it as soon as I said it. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is the Ghostbusters containment unit autograph group run by Tom Henry and Matt Sanders, two really good guys. They did a run of prints on these production art pieces from Ghostbusters 2 from production artist Jack Johnson. They came in. Jake, I have your print. Uh, got a hold of the Firehouse print, which we, we talked about. It's very cool. And the uh, the original concept for the Fettuccine's print. Yeah. Um, so very happy with those. And, and congrats on those guys. And congrats to Jack Johnson, who I was talking to uh, Tom. And Jack is just like... He's taken aback. He had no idea there was a Ghostbusters fandom. He That's he, he knew there was a Goonie. He did a lot of work for Goonies, and he's done a couple of Goonies conventions. And apparently, he sold more and made more money doing this Ghostbusters run than anything he has ever done with the Goonies. So, Dang. well, they're cool prints. You know, I I kind of completely forgot about him until right now because especially because like I didn't I don't personally have it in hand. Right. And I feel like it's been a while since I since that run happened or whatever. So I, I kind of I remember seeing them uh, and thinking they were both really cool, especially to see like production stuff. And then I it just kind of completely fell off my radar and I completely forgot until right now. And the fact that I know that I have one, it I like it. It's That's exciting. exciting. Yeah, it's, it's good. exciting. Yeah, um, it's a good feeling. I have a lot of stuff for Jake. I feel like I need, dude. Secret Santa is going to be really good for Jake this year. Yeah, we got a Jake box <laughs> that's been building. Uh, we got stuff from NECA. We got musical mutagen coming out of their shells. We got all sorts of shit. So, oh, um, um, did you ever find those? By the way, I've never seen them. I saw. I saw the. Um, I kind of stopped looking because my target. I know they got them, but they were gone before I could get to them. They had the uh, the accessory. Sp- sets or whatever okay. with the shirt. Yeah. And then there was a space and a tag for the turtles, but they were gone. They were gone. So yeah. um yeah. I just uh-huh. quit looking. Well I got it. <laughs> They're great. Um NECA's got more stuff uh going on sale in the next couple of weeks. They've got the slash and leatherhead two pack, which Jake, I feel like you need that. I like Slash. Slash and Leatherhead were always two of my favorites. So, yeah, I'll probably pick that up when I see it. Yeah. Speaking of things being on sale, you got some cool stuff for me from Cakeworthy. Yeah. Which I kind of had my eye on this uh, sweatshirt. It's like a pink long sleeve sweatshirt with uh, Slimer on it. And then there's a set of pins and then this really cute little Stay Puffed like cosmetic bag. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for getting those for me. And um, they're absolutely. on my Instagram if you want to see them. I waited till they were deeply on <laughs> discount. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> what I can say that I'm allowed to say that. It's okay. Cookie well, Craig. Cookie Craig says. Cookie Craig says you wait till it's on discount. Yeah. Th- why do you think I stay at that hotel that gives you the free cookies? <laughs> <laughs> fucking free, man. It's awesome. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, so uh, very cool stuff. Lot, lots of lots of. I love getting stuff in the mail. I I think my mailman, like, I feel like we bond. Like he just, when he pulls up, like he smiles at me from down the road. He's like, I got something for you, man. I was like, it's like Christmas morning every day. Um, Last thing, by the way, not last thing. This is not the last thing I'm going to say. Are we done? This This is the last thing. Um, Subscribe to us on YouTube because we're doing a lot of videos and content and it's fun and we're talking toys and we're running a contest. But by the time you listen to this, the contest might be over. Uh, we're giving away a NECA TMNT metalhead. And to the guy can who I win that contest, you sure you can enter. I can, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> 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 we just rig it right live. On the show. 
Uh, <laughs> um, I was telling Jake how annoyed I was. Like, I put up that contest. Like, I feel like I'm doing something good for the community. You can't even find them internationally. The contest has opened up to anybody in the world. I'll send this damn thing anywhere. And the first comment guy was like, well, you could have just left it at Target for other collectors instead of begging for subscribers. I was like, calm down. Listen, I will beg for subscribers every day of the week. You can't stop me. But, like, also... um. What are the words I'm looking for? Oh yeah, go fuck yourself. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but Jake, talk. You talked me off the ledge, and I appreciate that. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Guy. I don't know. Like, yeah, get a, dude, you it's, do what you want. Yeah, this, You're not scalping. This and- thing that's happening is annoying. Like all, all this, like leave them on the shelf, or like I mean, it, it. Yeah, don't go in and maybe buy like everything that's there, but you just bought two, and you bought the second one you know, for, for a purpose, it's still going to somebody else. So yeah. Who deserves it? So chill out. Oh, YHS listener. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. You're doing a good service for people. (laughs) Just make sure that that guy doesn't win. (laughs) Right. By the way, he had like, it was, I think it was like a troll account. He had like two followers on Instagram. So Cool. It's probably uh, one of our friends. I'm glad that we talked about him. It's probably somebody we know. It's probably Ryan Dole. Yeah. Um, I hope it is. So, oh, yeah. It was so funny. When I was talking to Trevor from NECA, we were talking about Proton Packs, and he was telling me about um, how in 1999 he was trying to build a Proton Pack, but he there was like barely any reference for, for that, and the internet was barely a thing. And I tried to act cool, and I was like, oh, our our good friend AJ Quick uh-huh. runs a website called GB Fans. It's basically the hub of pro. Uh, did I drop building. a name? And uh, he was like, "Yeah, I buy stuff off GB Fans all the time." I was like, "Okay, cool." cool. <laughs> <That's> cool <Trevor. laughs> he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I've been building a pack for a while." It's like, oh, okay, cool. So I'll go cool. the other direction. I'll just go. <laughs> um, but also, I do love AJ Quick. Yeah. Also, yeah. I was about to make a big speech about I guess AJ Quick wasn't around doing his thing yet in 99. I think he probably was. He probably, yeah. AJ yeah, Quick so. was born the age he is right now. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. On GB fans. On GB fans. He was born on a message board. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool. I mean, we can get into it. I mean, we got some stuff to cover. Um, I, I want to make an announcement. We're going to talk about some Jurassic Park stuff right now. And uh, I would, if you're new to the podcast, and if you're, if maybe you just found us this year, you've been stuck in quarantine looking for a new show, you found Yes Have Some, I would implore you to go. B- I will not employ you. <laughs> That's not what I said. I will mm-hmm. implore you. We're not doing that well. Yeah. Uh, to go back and find some of our Jurassic Park episodes that we've done in the past. We've had some really fun stuff, including, I think, Episode two and three of Yes Have Some, we broke down the first three movies. We did like full, like, I think that's what we thought we were supposed to do when we podcasted. We're mm-hmm. like, well, we got to. Well, j- Jay sleeps over and then we all talk about the movie and we record it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, Jake, do you remember doing those? We, we did full breakdowns of those movies. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think it was it was early and we weren't exactly what you just said. We weren't really sure what to do. And we were like, oh, we'll, we'll just talk about Jurassic Park. Yeah, we, we did like a two-episode thing. Right. Um, and then we did another episode. I, you'll have to find it. I think there's a YouTube clip where we talked about some of the unreleased concepts for Jurassic Park um, 4 before you know Jurassic World was made. And then we've had Trevor Morgan, who mm-hmm. played Eric in Jurassic uh-huh. Park 3. He's been on the show twice. We got to get him back because he's a lot of fun to yeah. talk to. 
He loves horror. That's what I was going to say. We should get him back for um, something in October. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, sure. a, he's a filmmaker now, and he, he does really good stuff. But those were really fun conversations. And also, you know, he was a child actor. He was in Jurassic Park 3. He was in The Patriot and other stuff. And, like, I'm sure... You know, I we kind of like we're like so. Uh, what was it like to work with Steven Spielberg and, and, and Joe Johnston and, 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 and <laughs> Sam Neill? Yeah. Did you talk to Sam Neill? <laughs> like, like you know, being dummies. We, I, th- I think when he was on, we talked about Jurassic Park for two minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, all right. So I think we ended up talking about like Child's Play or something. Well, I don't know. we ended up like we had him back on to talk about Halloween, right? Yeah. Yeah, we should yeah. have him back for something better. Yeah. Like something way, like something old and good. This is how we book our guests. We get. Do you think we should do it live on the show? Yeah, well, we, we should call him, Trevor. Yeah. What's Trevor. up, man? Um, did you? How see, you been, man? Did you see like uh, Sam Neill's hat? <laughs> 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 so yeah, so yeah, go back and uh, find all that Jurassic Park content. And and we watched uh, Jurassic Park last night. Hadn't seen it throughout this entire quarantine. And boy, does that movie hold up. Yeah, um, it's it's better almost if you wait a little while and go back to it. You're like more surprised. It was yeah, yeah an enjoyable really rewatch. Yeah. Um, but cool. So let's talk about this uh, this this trailer that was released for uh, the new animated series on Netflix, uh, Camp Cretaceous. I keep wanting to call it Crustaceous. Camp, yeah, Camp Crustacean. Um, but that's not what it is. <laughs> Camp Cretaceous. That's bad information. That's not what it's called. Um. You know, I really like this name because I remember as a kid, you know, when you're Jake, when you learned about dinosaurs for the first time and you learned about the different eras, like the the Jurassic era, Cretaceous, Mesozoic, all the eras, right? Yeah. I remember like thinking this was after Jurassic Park came out and they were going to do a sequel. I like remember telling like friends and families, like, well, you know what they should call it? They should call it like Mesozoic Park. I I remember thinking like, like, um, (laughs) but that didn't happen. I remember like being annoyed that um, well, like when I when I realized that like the Tyrannosaur and the Triceratops didn't live in the same era and never, <laughs> you know, like all that all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I remember just getting annoyed about that when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, over the over the years, you could really take that a lot of ways and, and keep going because it's like not only did they not live in the same era, like they maybe didn't look like that and maybe yeah. they didn't sound like that maybe yeah. the raptors didn't sure. you know weren't as uh tall as they were yeah uh, i remember hearing about the utah raptor for the first time and being like oh that must be okay those are the raptors from jurassic park right like just knowing nothing like yeah. trying to rationalize it in my brain yeah um, i remember finding out for the first time that they didn't all die in the flood it's kind of crazy <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> The dinosaurs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my history on dinosaurs in general, like I knew they existed, but I thought that the flood was, you know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers right now, but my education was, I had to hey, be re-educated. F- there's a lot of feathers to ruffle when we're talking about of, dinosaurs, okay? Dude, they had feathers. Um, even the word raptor means, okay, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. So That's your, another podcast. The, your education on dinosaurs is way different than my mine. Miseducation, yeah. <laughs> my, uh... My well, listen. I've told this story before, but I mean, the first day I got the internet, the first thing I searched was Ghostbusters three in seventh grade, and the second thing I searched was could Jurassic Park happen? <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> wow. So, so I've evolved. Like, that's None. yeah, that's 
That's an evolved thing to search. That's pretty cool. So let's talk about this. The new animated series, Camp Cretaceous. Crete- oh, shit. What is it called? Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Yeah, you yeah, can't just, do it. It's really hard. Um, It's, I think, an eight-part series. It's the first animated series in Jurassic Park. Yeah. And, Jake, I'm going to lean on you for this. There was previously going to be a Jurassic Park animated series in the 90s. Is that correct? Um, yeah, at one point there was. And a couple years ago, um, a lot of the production art came out for it. Um, William Stout did all the animation and, uh, you can, you can look it up online and see what the characters were going to look like. It was really cool looking and it just never, it just didn't happen. Yeah. I've seen those images. They're awesome. Like there's a drawing of Lex and like everybody. It looks very cool. I'm surprised it's taken this long. I feel like this franchise and just dinosaurs in general are kind of ripe for an animated series. Um, so this is going to be coming out soon. There's not a whole lot of details. I have the description actually here from the website, uh, from the Netflix.com. It says six teens attending an adventure camp on the opposite side of Isla Nublar must band together to survive when dinosaurs wreak havoc on the island. So this takes place during the events of the first Jurassic World. Is that correct? Yeah, it has to because there's an endowment in the trailer. Okay. Um, All right, cool. Well, we all watched the trailer, Jake. uh, What did... uh, what did you think? What were your first reactions? I mean, when I when I originally heard that there was going to be a Jurassic World cartoon, I was thinking that it was going to be really – for some reason, I thought it was going to be just like really silly looking or really kid-friendly or whatever. But but this trailer looked – I mean, it kind of looks scary. Like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of chasing happening and a lot of cool-looking dinosaurs. And and, uh, and I thought it looked really fun. Like um, there's a couple scenes – where I'm just like this. This kind of looks scarier than some of the stuff that hap- has happened in the newer movies. Like the dinosaurs look cool. They're doing this like weird bioluminescent thing with with some of the dinosaurs in the river, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, but it's cool. Like it looks cool. I mean, it makes sense for Jurassic Park, but <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It just it looks fun to me. That's cool. I didn't pick up on the bioluminescence thing, and I, I had the same feelings when I first saw that. It, uh, trailer, I was like, this feels like when you see the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World toddler toys and you're like, this is oversized and weird. It's not for me. But then as it kind of moved on, yeah, there's a good bit of action. And like you said, Jake, some kind of scary moments, which is cool. Um, and just to have something Jurassic World that's new that you can access easily on Netflix, that's going to be, that's exciting. And I'm definitely going to watch it. Even if it is for a younger audience than me, like, Definitely gonna watch. Yeah, it. I mean the animation is good. It, like it's DreamWorks animation. Sometimes with these things, you think it's gonna be like that crappy modern flash animation or whatever. But uh, uh, I agree. I mean, you know, it's only a minute teaser. There's not a whole lot to go on other than um, my only critique is I hope I don't like the score for uh, Fallen Kingdom. I don't like mm-hmm. the music in that movie very much, and they kind of use that 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 like almost like that minor chord dun, 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 like that thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that thing. Cause it kind of reminds me of that movie. And for some reason that movie, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it hasn't never took to me or I never took to it. Right. The courtship wasn't there. Um, but the, but the show looks really cool. And like, I, I like the setup. I'm glad that it's like, they're doing something that can exist in the canon of what's happening. And it doesn't like, it can be its own thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm glad it's not like the real 
Jurassic Park or something like that, where you just have like weird versions of the characters you already know. And like Chris Pratt has like, you know, red hair and and, uh, they've got a a, a little talking raptor that hangs out with them. Like, I'm glad that it's not that. No, it's cool to go in from the perspective of being a kid going to camp at Jurassic Park, because obviously that was like, you know, kind of the dream when you watch the movie the first time. Uh, So, yeah, it's going to be neat. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. When does it start? Soon. It's not very far off. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's maybe September. And I think this is really cool because like, uh, yeah, try to find, but it's going to be a while before that next movie comes. Like they're just starting to get back into filming now. And like, this is good. And obviously we're going to be talking about the toys. Um, the one thing that the draft, September 8th, September. So not very far, about a month. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the one thing the Jurassic Park franchise has always been able to do, especially with the toys is like, keep the toy lines going even during like, not movie years. Mm-hmm. Like there's always been like chaos effect and like, yeah, they've got toys for this series already out. Have yeah. We talked about that. I mean, it's on our run. It's on the, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm jumping. Um, so, I think he's talking about that right. Are you now. literally doing it right now? Did um, I take a break? We can talk about those toys. It's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. I, I mean, we've, Target is like, Jake, you called me last week and you were like, I'm so stressed out by the Jurassic Park section at, at Target. Well, they're, they're just like, it's starting to, it's always been a big section of toys, but now that all the Camp Cretaceous stuff is coming out, there's like a, um, there's a giant, like a super colossal Indominus Rex. And a lot of the figures look, some of the stuff looks just like the stuff that was already out, just repackaged right. with the Camp Cretaceous logo on it. But, um, I think as the weeks move on, there's going to be even more of it. I don't, I don't think it's all hit here yet, but there's a, there's a lot of it. Yeah, there's a ton of it. And mm-hmm. Walmart had some new displays set up too. Um, and like you said, a lot of it's like different kind of repaints and stuff, but like that giant um, Indominus is really cool. I'm mm-hmm. glad they put that out. I, I don't know if I'll get it because... Just to see something new, honestly, on a shelf end, like new imagery and stuff is kind of exciting. I, I've been, been able to, like, I, I had some of the um, the the Jurassic World Legacy Series stuff, but I, I kind of... I kind of bowed out because there's just so much of it. And I know how I get where I'm like a completist and you're right over there. Yeah. Sorry. It's my smooth. <laughs> Abby's just only hold- two people. Will get it. It's gone. Oh, Abby's holding a rock. Hey, don't do that. Stop it. Stop it. What are you doing? I have like a, like a little fidget stone that I like to hold. Anyways, moving on. Oh, Jake, I haven't heard your coin in a while. I was flipping it just like a few minutes ago. Huh? Will you get your coin out? I got my stone out. Yeah. We can do our, <laughs> annoyed Craig everybody get on my fucking nerve oh my god okay anyway so yes there's a lot of Jurassic World toys at the store that's the whole point of that, that's that, it that's just it. a lot of there's just a there's lot. a lot of it there's yeah. more coming I think there's more coming that's all there is to it um and that can kind of I, I'm sure everybody listening is like what is happening why does she have a stone <laughs> <laughs> you try to get all six of them yeah um, working on it okay next Jurassic World teases the new movie. I don't, is there a name for it yet? Oh, there is. I forgot what it was. Dominion. 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 Uh, They started filming and, or they've restarted filming and Sam Neill and Laura Dern both posted some Instagram teases. Um, How does it make you guys feel? Like, I know we've known that they're coming back for a while. We know that Jeff Goldblum's back and they're bringing back all these characters. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 
I mean, I'm I'm excited, but yeah, like it's cool to see them posting about it. But we've known about. I feel like we've known that they were coming back for I don't know over a year at this point, right? So just seeing a picture of the chairs and uh, Alan Grant's hat from Jurassic Park three, not, <laughs> yeah, not Jurassic Park one. It is cool, but um, you know, we we knew that, so uh, I, I'm excited that they're they're back on it. Um, I'm nervous about what this movie is going to be like because it is a lot of characters. I think these, the the Jurassic World movies are very, very different from Jurassic Park and almost to a point where sometimes they feel like it's not even the same universe. Right. Um, I, I think Jurassic World did a really good job, but they're just, there's so many aspects that are so different from the first movies that I feel like it's going to be weird seeing the new cast and the old cast. Um, but I'm excited to see, like, I'm, I'm super excited to see Sam Neill and Laura Dern. I think it's going to be great. Like, even if the movie sucks, I'm going to be excited that we're seeing these people back. Yeah. Do you think they'll reference their, uh, the end of Jurassic park three when, when Laura Dern's kid is watching Barney oh and <laughs> she has to call, uh, to save uh, Sam Neill from the Spinosaurus. Do you think that I, conversation will be in the movie? I hope I hope so, um, but I also hope it's just retconned and those two are like together now. Me too. I yeah. really hope they do that. Like or, at the end of that, gonna, yeah. Or it's going to be the kind of thing where like they end up together by the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh. And she's like, this Which, is the second time I saved you. <laughs> and then they kiss. Do you think uh, Alan Grant had a PTSD situation in his life where I want to see, okay, this is what my dream scenario is. It's more like lost than anything. And throughout the movie, you get flashbacks to them dealing with life after living Jurassic park. And like, there's one scene and I'm just spitballing here where you see Dr. Alan Grant get into the backseat of a car and he's going somewhere for like a speaking engagement. <laughs> and he, he, he grabs his seatbelt and he grabs the other one and he can't find the clicker and he just has two of the wrong ends and he starts having a fucking panic attack. That's what I want to see. I think it would be really cool if like the movie starts with Alan Grant meeting Ellie Sattler at like the docks and he's like, we got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go back to the island. Yeah. And you get a flashback to when he's all like going uh, to like rob a pharmacy and steal like codeine or whatever and getting his Bronco. <laughs> oh my he God. needs her. Uh, I, all I'm saying is that I feel like I don't want to see a movie. I would watch a, a Netflix series just about, just call it Grant and Sattler. And <sighs> just like adventures. Yeah. They go on adventures together. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping this movie has as much of them as possible. Cause that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, I would rather have more of them and less than Chris Pratt. Oh my oh God, God. Of course. Yeah. Especially at this point, I'm so over it. I hope at the end, the ghost, the force ghost of John Hammond shows up. And and <laughs> hold on, you you've got Grant and Ellie, okay, and they're back home in Montana at the dunes, and they're they're and then the force ghost of John Hammond shows up and smiles at them and says, "I will further fund your dig <laughs> for a further three years." Yes. And it's just like I don't know, so stupid. Just imagining the end of Rise of Skywalker, which is a movie I literally haven't thought about in like six months. Yeah. I think it's not very good. <laughs> I think the new Star Wars movies were like 
two for five. But anyways, that's another story for another day. Okay, very exciting. Uh, Abby, uh, anything from Laura Dern and Sam Neill? How how did that make you feel? I mean, it was nice to see old friends. I think that's what they posted was hello, old friend, when they put the picture of their uh, seats, their little chairs up. Um, which, I mean, it would be nice to, I'm excited to see pictures of them eventually, like in costume on set whenever those come out. Um, but it's exciting to know that they're going back to their roots and they're starting to film. Here's cool. my challenge. This is Craig's Jurassic Challenge. I want Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, to feel like the Ian Malcolm that we knew and love and fell in love with in the first Jurassic Park. Because we've talked about it before, he kind of plays that character very differently in The Lost World. And then, same thing with uh, Independence Day in the sequel. He played that character of David very differently. Mm-hmm. He played, like, I don't know what it is, and Jake, I don't know if this is something you've thought about, or if it's this has, like, struck you before, this whatever this is. I mean, Jeff Goldblum's always great, but there was something about his portrayal of Ian Malcolm in the first Jurassic park that he just did not capture in that, in a lost world. Lost world was as if it was a completely different actor that just looked like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I don't know how much of that was Jeff Goldblum's fault or direction or whatever. It, it a hundred percent does not feel like Ian Malcolm, but I thought the little, I thought the ending of the last Jurassic world where he's got that little speech, I thought that was pretty good. And I know it's a small, it was a very small section of a movie. Right. And it's not like a lot to go on. But to me, it felt like to me, that felt like Ian Malcolm kind of thing. Okay. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I think I think him being back with Grant and Ellie will like that. That probably helps. I right? think that'll redistribute like the ty- the differences in their characters. Like because I feel like uh, Jeff Goldblum kind of had to kind of take on the Sam Neill character like Dr. Grant going into the Lost World since. Dr. Grant wasn't in that. It was right. kind of like he was playing the straight man too. So I'd like to see him be more charismatic and like flirtatious and going back to those roots, like hitting on Ellie and stuff. And two things real quick, uh, just hitting on Ellie. Not, not just that, just but I'd like him to see, I'd like to see the chemistry and like a return to form. Two more quick things on Jurassic Park. When in the first movie, when, um, the T-Rex is attacking, attacking the Explorer and Jeff Gold or Sam Neill gets out and then Jeff Goldblum gets out with the flare and he, he looked this, I, I've never noticed this before, but he looks up at the T-Rex and goes, Hey, Hey, he yells, Hey, at it. It's so funny. He goes, Hey, Hey, yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. And I was like, did he just yell? Hey, well, like, what do you think he should, what do you think he should yell at? It? I don't know. Hey, uh, Hey is all I could come yeah. up with. I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, historically inaccurate Tyrannosaurus. Hey, tiny hands. <laughs> Just insult. Yeah. Um, okay, Jake, I have a Jurassic Park ponderance. And maybe you have a one sentence answer for this. And maybe, I don't know if you've ever thought about this before, but this is what I was thinking about watching uh, okay. Jurassic Park last night. Well, we have an expert on this week, this is Jacob Walsh. How, okay, when Dennis Nedry, was he. I, I guess I never thought about this. When he gets the embryos and he sets the system to lock down so he can make it to the dock, was he yeah. passing those embryos off to somebody or was it his intention to get on the boat and leave? He was going to, he was getting on the boat. Okay. He was getting to the dock and getting on the boat and going to the mainland. Okay. So then here's my question. He was getting off the island. Right. How did he think he was going to get away with this? Like he would have to go, 
like his, they, pre- his absence would be noted. And- well, 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 the thing is, the thing is, is if he gets so, first of all, um, I can't remember what the amount of money they gave him is. It's, but a, it's, it's a over a million dollars, right? And he's getting another half of that. He's getting another chunk of that once the dinosaurs are off the island. Okay. So he's already. I think his plan is all I got to do is get off the island. And then I can just go wherever I want. Right. You just know, disappear. Like, a okay. lot of people think that they can get away with crimes by just like <laughs> right. moving to another country or something. Mm-hmm. So right. that's probably what he was planning on doing. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, as soon as he leaves and they're going to go, Oh, Nedry didn't come back. Oh, look, these embryos There's three are people who work here. There's three <laughs> people who work here and Nedry's, Nedry's computer is literally making fun of us right now and yeah. saying, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't, they needed a bigger staff. I think that was part of the issue at Jurassic Park. Um, by the way, great movie. I, I suggest everybody watches it. Um, okay. Well, thank you for answering that. That's my Jurassic Park question of the week. Cause I, like, as I was watching this last night, I was like, oh, there's no way he would ever get away with this, but okay, cool. Um, that settles that. But what I said is, of course not, because he's stupid and at his core overestimated or just assumed that it would be easy, but it wasn't. Right. So, um, right. last thing we never talked about this, but Dotson is back in the new movie, but it is a different actor Good. for obvious reasons. Good yeah, for Good. sure. Um, but interesting that they're bringing back Dotson. Um, yeah, but, because everybody's in this movie. There's so many characters in this movie. Why not? Let's bring everybody that well, they can possibly get and just put them in there. Yeah, why, is it, why isn't Eric in it? Why isn't William H. Jason in it? How do you, how do we know that? I don't know. They're still filming. We haven't he heard might, from Trevor Morgan be. in a while. There you go. Got a lot of Trevor love tonight. Anybody yeah. named Trevor? I've yeah. got a cousin named Trevor. That's cool. Okay. All right. Moving on here. Um, before we get into the toy talk, I want to let everybody know, like I said earlier, Facebook group therapy, that's been, uh, we'll, we'll do a full plug later on, but people have been really good about not posting memes lately, which is great, but they've also been doing a lot of toy hunting, posting their finds. It's been really a great community yeah. during this quarantine, but I wanted to send a shout out and a thank you to uh, Jim. Um, I want to pronounce your last name because I thought it was Mariotto, but it's definitely not. It's Maritato. Jim Maritato from California. We met him at FanFest. He's a, he's a great member of group therapy. And uh, he sent me uh, a little uh, a vintage Star Wars uh, weapon uh, for Lobot, which I was missing. Yeah. And he included a couple things for Abby as yeah, well. Yeah, he sent me the, uh, well, the Darth Vader Bendem that we were just talking about that I was that putting I was on upset the microphone about. that Craig yeah. was mad at. That was sent by Jim. Thank you. And also a Darth Maul, uh, like a little watch, which actually I am wearing. It fits me. Canceled. Uh-uh. <laughs> Darth Maul is canceled. Wait, yeah. what happened to him? Ray Park? Oh. What? Yeah, that's his done. name. He's done. Yeah, you didn't. Does Abby not know <laughs> about this, about uh, this. art controversy? Maybe, <laughs> but my watch is not canceled. It's an episode one watch, and I'm continuing to wear what it. Is the name of this episode? My watch is not. What canceled. did what he? What was it? Me too, or was his uh, wife? Wor- a little worse than that. Something worse. Daniel Logan. Revenge porn. <gasps> Fuck that guy. Oh my god. Okay, is. now I, I do remember. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not gonna display this proudly. Right oh, now. stop it. it. If yeah, if it, we have to cancel your whole episode one shelf. No. Seriously. I'll just love it a little bit less. It's still the eighth most offensive thing that happened with the prequels. Right. All right, cool. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Let's talk about toys. Um, this was a big week for uh for Jake. I I I liked what I saw coming out of the Jacob Walsh camp, not the camp crustacean, 
but the Godzilla Cretaceous. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, I just I I think it's a show about lobsters. (laughs) (laughs) It's a spinoff of uh, Sebastian and the Little Mermaid. Cool. Uh, Brock Parker, Jessica Parker. How are you guys doing? All right. Um, (laughs) What? That's just that's how. It's a good segue. That's how my brain works. Um, Godzilla vs Kong toys are hitting Walmart. Uh, last I checked, Jake made away with like the the, the case, the the box, the shipping box. Well, yeah. Well, so I I saw some people posting online that they found them in the store, and I I kind of had like completely lost all track of when these toys were coming out because you know the movie keeps the movie was supposed to come out like over a year ago, right. like and then it got moved, and then it got moved again, and then you know the the quarantine happened, and it got moved again, and now it's it was supposed to come out in November and then it got pushed to like, I think May of next year. Okay. But, um, from what I, from what I've heard, it looks like, um, they, they could not change the date for some of the toys. Um, so they're hitting shelves now and I I saw a couple of people get them. So I was like, well, I'm going to go look. And I went to the first Walmart and I found the giant Kong. That's all they had. So I bought Kong the next day I went to the other Walmart and they had everything else that I think is out right now. There is a couple figure. There's a couple, there's a couple figures that are on the back of the box, you know, where it shows you what else is in the line, but those aren't on the shelves yet. So I think that stuff, I think they're releasing these in waves. I think there's going to be another wave closer to when the movie comes out. And I think it's going to have some of the more spoilery figures in it. Okay. Um, but as of, as of right now, there's, uh, f- uh, four kind of small figures and then two big figures. And yeah, I got them all. The other Walmart had it and they had a couple of their shipping boxes up on the shelf. So, um, I just took one, you know, like it was just an empty box by the time I got done with it. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I think they all look pretty good, man. Like the detail on these look good. Um, it's weird. I was looking at the, the, the Jack specific, um, Godzilla from King of the Monsters compared to the playmates Godzilla. And they, it's weird because the, they're, they're the same scale, but the size, like it's like a half an inch difference. Okay. And one of them you can tell is like, you can tell one's a bit beefier than the other, but besides that, they almost look identical. Like the the spines on his back are all in the same exact order in the same exact shape. It almost looks like it would be the same mold, except there's a size difference happening. Okay. Um, the Jack specific is more detailed in in way of like his scales on his body and stuff like that, but the basic shape of the figure looks kind of identical. Okay. Yeah. Those figures are really cool. I like the color schemes on the figures. I like the color schemes on the packaging. I think the packaging is really, really good. Um, it's kind of, it has like an orange gradient into blue. Uh, did you get the, was it the skull crawler figure? Yeah, I got the skull crawler. Um, which, you know, uh, they didn't even have one of those when Kong came out. There wasn't a skull crawler figure. So right. this is the first one of those. Um, he looks good, man. Like the, the, the paint jobs all look really cool. Um, there's two different gods. There's two different like small Godzillas out and the painting is different on them. Uh, one of them spines are translucent, which is really cool. Yeah. They also all have like battle damage, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, something that see, I guess is making a comeback because like it's weird because like, you know, all the old, the original Jurassic park toys have dino damage where like a chunk of their skin actually comes out. Right. 
the new Jura- the new Jurassic World figures have dino damage figures, but pieces don't actually come out. It's just it's just stuff that's in the paint job. Right. Like that's there's a stupid. there's a painted scar on, you know, but uh these have removable pieces um and you can see their like muscles underneath it. So yeah. Gross. Awesome. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's It kind of work. I kind of like I look at the toys and I'm like, "Oh, these have like, you know, battle damage, but I'm like, oh, I I don't want to see Kong or Godzilla get these kind of wounds in this movie. <laughs> oh God. I'm worried that they're going to have emotional wounds. Cause this is going to be the fight of a lifetime. Wow. Um, I don't, well, I think the one thing that you had mentioned seemed kind of spoilery, but that's kind of, you know, we, we don't have to go into the details. What are you talking about? Say the, it again. The, well, yeah. Well, okay. It's kind of like when you saw the group what are you, what are you talk- becoming a part of what? the Thor's. I just didn't hear what you said. Oh, Re- okay. Re- okay. We'll go. Um, I said there's one part of it that's a little spoilery. It, I mean, I think it is, but it's um, they're in they're in Walmart. Right. So well, we could talk about it. So I'm gonna fuck say it. it. Let's okay. let's just say it. Jake said it on his Facebook post. So we can talk. Yeah, we can talk I mean, about whenever, it. Whenever these pictures came out, so th- these toys. First of all, the Kong versus Godzilla toys leaked months and months ago at a like international um, Comic Con or toy fair or something. Um, there are very spoiler, spoiler filled figures that aren't out yet that we won't talk about yet because they're not out yet. Okay. But, um, but a couple of weeks ago, Walmart's, these started popping up on Walmart's website and there is a picture of Kong with an ax and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And I noticed it in the photos, but getting the figure, I, I can confirm, I'm, I, I can like with 99%. I can confirm that it looks like King Kong fashions an axe out of one of Godzilla's spines. Oh my God. That's so painful. It sounds like it sounds ridiculous. Um, and that's, I guess that's something we're going to be seeing. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Hemsworth is going to show up. That's what I was going to say. It's like Groot. I hope Kong, I hope there's a, I hope there's a 20 minute section of the movie where Kong is like whittling, and building uh, the handle. <laughs> there's just yeah. like, there's just, okay. There, it's like a montage and it's just, there's like a song in the background. Like, dun, 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 dun. It's a kind of, it's the game of Thrones theme, but it's going Kong, right, Kong, right, Kong, right, Kong, right. Kong, Kong will build, Kong will build. It's like um, Forge and Fire. Yeah. Then Chris Hemsworth shows up. He's like, Oh, I have one of those. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Fuck that. Dude, it's fun. I've seen those toys a couple times now and like, I'm, you know, I'm not Godzilla or King Kong collector, but uh, they look great. And I might, yeah. I might have to pick up uh, maybe just the, the bigger Kong and the bigger Godzilla. I think I'd be happy with, with mm-hmm. one of each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty, um, the line is so far the stuff that's out, there's not a lot of it and it's very reasonably priced. Yeah. I love that. That's good. And like the bet, the Kong, we talked, the Kong toys were not even made by Jax. They were made by like, whatever. That's some other weird company. Yeah. It's the company that makes the, uh, those alien figures like, yeah, they did the rampage figures. Yeah. They they put uh-huh. out some cool stuff, but it's it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I like these. I like the battle damage. Jake, I'm looking at the picture that you posted. I think that the packaging is really nice and eye popping and it just it's cool. They're all very cool toys. I'm happy that you got them. I'm excited Thank for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake, this kind of reminded me of like so there's all of these 
there's a lot happening with toys right now. And so right now, obviously we all dealt with the, the real Ghostbusters and the plasma series figures coming out and, and how crazy it was. Everybody trying to get their hands on them and people scalping them. And then the, the variant cards and all the chaos that went along with that. So then, um, in the next couple months, like there's been new masters of the universe, retro figures, there's new GI Joe figures. People are freaking out about, and I've kind of been like keeping a tab on like all of the different fandoms, seeing how people are handling themselves. And I got to give a compliment to the ghostbusters collecting community, which I've always just assumed was just insane. And the worst of the worst Uh, people just freaking out. Um, compared to like GI Joe fans and masters of the universe fans, like Ghostbusters fans are tame. Uh, I don't believe this. (laughs) No, I'm telling you they're listen. No way. GI Joe. We need to have a battle of the fans. Time out. GI Joe skews a little bit older and people who like, imagine like 45 year old military enthusiasts who want their GI Joe figures. Mm. No, no offense to anybody. I'm just saying I've seen them in the stores and the message boards. There's people been getting kicked off of GI Joe Facebook groups for just asking questions. Questions that have already been asked. Yeah, people are just getting crazy. This all leads me to my point. Jake, I wanted to ask you, do you see any of this with the Godzilla collecting community or is it just so widespread that it's not as... Because G.I. Joe fans are are getting G.I. Joes for the first time in years. And it's like the six-inch figure. So people are just foaming at the mouth for them. So maybe, I don't know what it is like, Definitely Godzilla is my, it's always been kind of my main thing and my main focus. And it's like my, you know, Godzilla and Ghostbusters have always been my two basically like favorite things since I was a kid, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, but it's weird. Like I'm in a bunch of Ghostbuster groups on Facebook, you know, I think I'm in like one or two Godzilla groups. One of, I was kicked out of one (laughs) and I, I feel like the Godzilla community or whatever, I think, I think it is maybe much different than all these others because first of all, Godzilla has been around since the fifties. Right. And there have been Godzilla figures and toys and merchandise since I'm pretty sure the early sixties. And there had like the, the way it is over here, it's like, you know, so Ghostbuster stuff is kind of slowly coming out. It's man, you can manageably buy like every Ghostbuster thing, basically. You know what I mean? If you right. wanted to, Godzilla has been now, it doesn't seem that way over here, but there has been a steady stream of Godzilla stuff since like the 60s. And, it, and it's like you can go into stores, you know, in Japan or whatever. And just go in a grocery store and there's like, you know, Godzilla cookies on the shelf or Godzilla Mm. toilet paper or whatever. And it's always been like that because instead of how just like Ghostbusters or G.I. Joe are just like a toy franchise or a movie franchise over here, Godzilla is kind of like a cultural icon, big thing. There is nobody who could collect every single piece of Godzilla merchandise out there. You know, you you could – pick a specific line and say, okay, I'm going to try to get all of this or this, but there are so many companies, so many, there's just, it's countless. It is impossible to count how many different Godzilla things are out there. And then Godzilla branches off into other Kaiju movies and Mothra has her own stuff. And there's just Ultraman. There's just tons of it. 
there's no possible way you could just collect it all. So I think it's like a different, I feel like it's different. I, I don't, I, I, I know much more people in the Godzilla community. I, I have acquaintances in the Godzilla, like actual collecting community. But from what I've seen, I have seen no people like really freak out the way I've seen collectors freak out about like, you know, being either mad about drops or buying too many. Right. Now, like I'm not saying that there aren't any of that in the Godzilla community. It's just such a big community that I'm not like, it's like the, you know, the Ghostbusters community is big, but it's like, you know, we know it's like, you know, everybody it's right. like, oh, it's yeah. that guy, or that's that guy or this is the person who does it. It's like, you, you, you know, you get it, you get a good like you get a good sense of what's happening. And, you know, if it's like if something happens that people are upset about, you know, it's either like a lot of people are upset, are upset about it. But like the Godzilla community, it's just so big. Yeah, it's like so a little ripple doesn't like, even affect. There's so many aspects of what you could be a fan of in in the in Godzilla that it's like you can be a fan of this part of it and never intersect with these people, you know, cause it's, it's just so ridiculous. Right. Cause you could collect like high end Bandai figures or vintage stuff or statues or, you know, there's probably people who maybe the, the Converse Godzilla, the, the toys available at Walmart might not even interest them. And then there's people who only collect that kind of stuff mm. or, or whatever. So, um, that's really good insight. And like all joking aside, listen, we're all toy collectors. We all get, we've all, gone to targets and walmarts and and when toys r us was here toys r us is and and have been expecting to find something and have not found it and it is frustrating um but sometimes people are taking it to just you know create crazy levels so i get it i get it yeah and it makes sense with the godzilla collecting community it's like they're a little more ancient and wise and like patient or something because they know it's so vast and there's so many things out there it's it sounds like a like a nice place to be. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely seen people like so. All of that being said, one of the one of the groups that I am in, I'm in like a kaiju, you know, buy and sell trade group or whatever. And I say all that, but then also I saw yesterday somebody in that group was trying to sell one of the new Godzilla versus Kong toys for twenty five dollars plus shipping. And I was like, this is ten dollars at Walmart. What are Mark you doing? Up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know. There are people, there's people, there's people like that everywhere. Like, so people whatever. are people within any community. You've got yeah. some annoying ones. Yeah. That, and that, that is the key problem is people are finding stuff at retail and jacking up the prices. And like, listen, if you do that and you put it on eBay, it's like, whatever, it, maybe ethically, I don't agree with that. But, um, but if you're doing that, like in a group where like you're amongst your peers and like other mm-hmm. people who should be looking out for each other, that's a, that's a little that's we need word. to write the code of conduct for collectors in a community. Oh, the CC. Oh, that, that's kind of a good idea. The collector code of conduct. Yeah. Can we write that? Yeah. Like have hey, a. Hey, we can write that, but nobody's going to apply. We can't enforce it. <laughs> Let's get Ryan to enforce the quadruple C. God, you, Bob, Bobby 80s will get so mad if we write a code of conduct. Oh, and I'm, I would, I would love that. Well, let's get him I to sign imagine, it. Like, this is like our uh, founding fathers. I want to be in the room where it happened. Okay. okay. He's got to be in on it. Yeah. He's got to sign it. If like, yeah, it'd be like, he does. Effort. He's like Hamilton like, for sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, Holy shit. that's so funny. Um, oh, all right. Cool. The collector code of conduct from YHS is coming soon. Here's, here's rule one. If you are above the age of 50 and heading to local retail markets to purchase hot wheels, stop and reevaluate every decision. You've that's ever made. That's not rule number one. That's my first rule. 
Hot Wheels sucks. Okay. Um, moving along. Oh, it's not very. Yeah, that's really did constructive. I, Thank you. Did I break the rule? Hot Wheels doesn't think, suck that bad. I think bad. that probably breaks the golden rule of collecting. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Number one. Be, which probably should be don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Craig's out. See ya. We're calling Bobby 80s to be our new host. Craig's like on the couch so laying down. Now. I took I took the code of conduct as a way for me to criticize people I've Craig's never like, met before. Craig's yeah, like, oh, the code of conduct. Well, that is what it is. is. An asshole to other collectors. <laughs> first of all, don't be an asshole. Except for these fucking Hot Wheels collectors. God. Well, it's like, I don't know. It's like when you're a religious my person. My brother collects Hot Wheels, or he used to. I don't think he still does. <laughs> okay, my brother my collects brother. Hot Wheels. <laughs> Let's, okay, we're really hitting some hot oh buttons. My brother collects hot My wheels. You better stop. My All right. All right, enough of that. Um, couple things before we uh, wrap up here. Uh, there was a leaked photo. You might consider this spoilery, but not really. Um, the packaging photo for the Ghostbusters Fright Features Ecto-1. Now, we didn't share this photo because we don't want to be part of the 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 leaking community, but we can talk about it. Because it's out there, and I think people expect us to. Basically, it's just the Ecto-1 that we saw from Toy Fair. Um, But it looks like, I don't, it's not clear whether it comes with this figure or if it's just pictured with it, but it definitely had in the photo Phoebe, the McKenna Grace character from this uh, new Ghostbusters Afterlife movie that we've been so longingly looking forward to. Um, But we didn't see that figure at Toy Fair. So that was new. Um, There's not a whole lot to say other than I know Jake, you're really excited about this version of the line, like the more um, the the yeah the fright the fright features just look really cool to me, and I feel like they um, from what we've seen of them, they are they just look cooler and different than anything else. Like the the plasma and the like diamond select and the Maddie are all different from each other, but they're the same thing. They're all the you know like they're these are got that like animated look to them. The ghosts are really cool looking, so I'm excited for this fright feature stuff. Yeah. And it was cool because like, I think the thing, you know, before answer the call came out, the thing I was so excited about, and we all talked about this a lot was just like, it's new stuff, new characters in the ghostbusters world, new ghosts, new, you know, Rowan with a bow tie. Like, like, so even before we saw the movie, like it was just exciting. And knowing that we got these new characters, like, and that they're going to get action figures. Like, oh, we're going to get a Phoebe figure. We're going to get a Trevor figure. And we're going to get a Paul Rudd, Mr. Gruberson. And we might get them in different forms. Yeah, there's probably going to be a Plasma Series Phoebe figure. But there's also going to be uh, this Fright Features Phoebe. And, like, I kind of hope it comes with the car. I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I, did, I did see that, you know, it, it also comes with the, the remote control, like, trap. Right. And there's, a, like, a small picture of, like, a little... Uh, of like a um, the Ecto one has a ramp for coming down off the back door right. for, the, for the like trap to roll out of, which is cool. Yeah, that's very mm-hmm. cool. I think there's going to be a lot of good. Like we saw that Ecto up close. Like it's it's really cool. Like I'm excited about it. Um, I think that as far as the timeline of when that stuff's going to start hitting, probably not till like December January, but. That's not really that far off if in the grand scheme of things. Uh, you know, the way this year's going, that it that that's basically tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so and also forty years from now. So time is irrelevant. Um yeah, really excited about that. Not much else to say about Ghostbuster stuff other than the Spangler wand is still coming. 
next month. And there's like a, somebody put up a full video review. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and call it. This is the episode where I, I just get defeated the entire episode. <laughs> um, I called, here's a story. Are you ready for a story? Mm-hmm. I called Jake on the phone the other day and I said, Hey man, um, there's a full review of the brand new Hasbro plasma series Spangler wand. It looks great. God, it looks so good. It's so realistic. And they compared it to the Maddie collector wand and just, Oh, I can't believe how amazing it looks. I'm so excited to get it. It's only a hundred dollars. You believe it's only a hundred dollars. You believe that Jake? And then he promptly said to me, yeah, we held it. We saw it in person at toy fair. Yeah. (laughs) We not only, Hey, not only have we held it and seen it, we we're, we're among the first people in the world to see that. Yeah. You have forgotten that. We saw Jason Reitman handle it on stage <laughs> and the like the entire reveal. Yeah. So and then I was like, OK, at that point, I was like, I feel bad about myself. Jake called me out. I'm going to go reevaluate my life. But it didn't stop there. A couple of minutes later, I'm sitting on the couch almost in tears and I get a little buzz on my Facebook messenger. It's a group text with some of our friends. And it's just Jake, and it says, guys, you'll never guess what Craig just did. <laughs> That's an Abby move. Immediate shame. And he immediately recounted this entire I story. I that story, yeah, yeah, what you just said. Um, yeah. So uh, I did what any uh, good citizen did. I said, in my head, I, I thought bad thoughts about everybody I know, and, mm-hmm. then, I, and then I pre-ordered one. So fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm getting it. And then when it comes in, I'm going to be like, you guys will never guess how great this thing is. <laughs> It's a cool thing. I'm it excited really cool. for I'm just, you. Yeah, I'm you. just, I'm, I'm, anytime we talk about Toy Fair, I get a little bit sad. Why? Because I miss it. Yeah. It's like the last well, thing it's that not we stu- did. It's not like you're missing it. Abby thinks Toy Fair is still happening, but we're just not allowed to go. <laughs> it's always going on. <laughs> we um, leave, it still goes on. So, yeah, that that's it. I mean, lots of good stuff, lots of good toys to buy. The, the stores are, Walmart is in the middle of a major like restock, reset you know, get ready for the fall season. So if your Walmarts are bare bones, uh, you know, keep checking cause, uh, it's all coming. Um, we're going to finish up on this topic tonight. Um, I had kind of been having this hankering to watch some Friday the 13th movies. I've been picking up some of the NECA figures, trying to put that collection together. <sighs> I thought Halloween was my favorite horror franchise my whole life, but now I'm starting to rethink that. I think it might be Friday the 13th. Mm. Is that weird? Dude, I think this is kind of well, like your ADD, ADHD mindset, like flitting from thing to thing. Because yeah. you made this big announcement the other day. Keep criticizing me. Keep going. Have you, are you enjoying it's, this? It's yeah. not weird because Halloween's good, but I, I, th- I think this is, I think Friday the 13th is more fun than Halloween. I think maybe the original Halloween is probably, as a, as a standalone movie, is probably better than any of the movies in the Friday the 13th franchise. Right. But, but a Friday the 13th franchise as a whole is more fun to watch to me than the Halloween franchise. Well, Abby got obs- it gets better. It the it does. Like we just watched part 5 and part 6 and I mean I'd say I I liked part 5. Like I, I there were a lot of things that were shocking and kind of stupid um and gross but i enjoyed it um i'd have to say it was better in my recollection than probably the first or second um 
So, but what you said, Craig, is you made the big bold proclamation. You said you're like, I don't like Halloween anymore. I didn't say that. Friday the thirteenth. And then we went and watched that music video, Jake, that you recommended that that I don't know the name of the band, but they were really like influenced by the fifth part five of the movie. Yeah. Um, and it has like the kid from the most recent Chucky movie. Yeah. We watched that yeah, whole music I mentioned, video. I me- I'm, yeah, I mentioned that to you, Craig, because you called me and you were like, oh, I just watched A New Beginning and you were talking about how you liked it this time, how right. how you hadn't seen it in a while and you watched it and liked it. So I was like, oh, you should check this music video out. Yeah, yeah, and, and I did cool. and I liked it. And But Abby got mad because I even had this thought. I was like, I kind of told her, we're on a walk. I was like, I'm over Freddy. That's what you said. You were like, uh. What, huh? Whatever. I was like, no, Nightmare is my favorite personal, like, of the slasher franchises. I like Freddy the most. And Craig has always been supportive of that. And then you turned on him uh, while we were on our walk. And apparently, Jason's your guy. Jason's my guy. Um, I, all joking aside, I'm really enjoying some of these rewatch. We're going to watch part seven tonight, which is, I think, New Blood. And then we'll, we'll get into uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, and Freddy versus Jason. So we got some fun stuff coming mm-hmm. up. Um, and we're um, yeah, you're getting. When we're done watching them, we're going to start working on our script. You're about to steal my joke that I'm not going to say. You're going to steal my goddamn I didn't joke. I know you're going to do it. Are you going to do it? I want to see Jason goes to heaven. <laughs> That's the, That's movie. the plan. <laughs> I want to see because i I thought of the um, I thought of the premise of the movie would be like he gets to heaven and everyone's like, "Whoa, we didn't see this coming." <laughs> Like what? <laughs> and you you find out that before Jason died, one of the times he accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, he got he got saved. He got yeah, saved. his mom talked to him. <laughs> he gets saved. He goes to heaven, and then he just starts doing what. J- Imagine a serial killer loose in heaven. I think it's. You're going to be hard-pressed to find, uh, like, annoying asshole teenagers. Well, maybe there are some in heaven, (laughs) honestly, because that's kind of the criteria. I'm I'm sure it's full of them. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's based on my youth group experience. This is funny. (laughs) This is fun. Okay. But does he, can, I guess there's a lot of questions. Oh, you know what? All joking aside, all joking aside, I I am going to write a spec script for Jason Goes to Heaven, and I think it's going to be amazing. And I think there's going to be a lot of fun cameos from... Is he getting, like, a second chance? Yes. Okay. That is what's going to happen. I think, like, uh, halfway through the movie, Jason realizes that Ernest P. Worrell is also in heaven. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) And it just basically turns into Ernest versus Jason. He Ernest is like, we are on an adventure that we never saw before, folks. Jason Voorhees. You know what I mean, Vern? Um, I uh I love this idea and I just want to tool around with it and think of all the fun chaos. There's, there's I like the idea of Jason like turning his life around in heaven and becoming like a camp counselor himself or like a <laughs> a mentor for the youth. Troubled youth. But he has to deal with his internal urges and the yes. conflict. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Cool. Um all joking, all jocking aside, <laughs> um, the other movie I forgot is the 2009 remake of Friday the 13th, which sucks. That movie's not good, but it, we'll end on we'll end on this thought or discussion. You know, the Friday the 13th franchise has been in. Uh, by the way, we covered a lot of ground tonight. Um, I'm tired. Um, the, the the franchise has kind of been in kind of weird legal 
limbo for, for a while. And there's been ideas for new movies and new ways to, to approach the Friday 13th franchise. And everybody was surprised at toy fair when NECA revealed the ultimate part seven figure, because for the last year or two, they haven't been able to make any new figures because of the, the legal woes, uh, and the rights issues. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is a discussion for another time, but I want to let's start thinking about like what can you do with the Friday the Thirteenth franchise specifically? Like, where where would you want to see it go? Like, Jake, would you want to see it just start start from scratch, reboot it, remake it, sequelize it? Like, is there stop doing them? Like, I don't know. It's just something I've been thinking about. Um, I would, I would just continue the series. I would like, I would make it, I would make it a thing where. those movies are all kind of some of them feel interchangeable and 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 that that's something that happens with all these horror franchises that have you know 10 parts to them um but i think like just make a jason movie and say okay this one just takes place after jason goes to hell or something like that you know and just like have another you know maybe maybe think of a an interesting way to do it but it doesn't need to be like a reboot or any of that kind of crap. We, we, we don't have time for that. Right. Well, that's what kind of sucks. I, I don't want to spoil the, the, the 2009 remake. So we'll wait till we watch it. We'll give thoughts on that. But I do think that, yeah, you don't need to really like overthink Friday the 13th, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, we yeah. all know the story. And the only thing that's ever interchangeable is whether or not Jason is human or if, if he I, has supernatural. I think yeah. honestly, I think honestly, just make it really simple and just be like, here's a bunch of camp counselors at Camp Crystal Lake and just make Jason, just make him scary, make him brutal and make him look cool. That's all you need to do. And just like, you know, it doesn't need to be full of like funny or snarky teenage. Just just make make try to make those characters realistic seeming. Mm-hmm. And just make Jason scary. Like, that's yeah. it. And also don't do the thing that a lot of horror movies, they try to like, you know, go out of their way to capture the moment of time that they're in. And then a couple years later, the movie feels dated. That's my biggest issue with the scream Four. it's like, Ooh, there's webcams and Twitter. What is this? And it's just like, that, yeah, technology gets antiquated quickly and it's just, yeah, but you can easily, you can easily get rid of all technology. Cause it's just, Hey, you know what? We're at a camp and there's yeah, no, fun. that's what's like, timeless and cool about it. Right. Yeah. Get them out there. All right. Get also, him to heaven. Also just putting it out there, Jason versus the Blair witch. I'd watch that. I don't know what it would be, but I'd watch it. They I don't find, know. They find the cabin. Mm-hmm. Jason's in Maryland for some reason. Well, right, they both like to do crafts. <laughs> no, that's Michael Myers. Oh, Michael Myers. Yeah. Man. Well, listen, guys, True. This, this was good. This was a fun edition of Yes, Have Some Podcast. I'm really glad that everybody joined <laughs> us. I, I, I give it five-star segment. Yeah, it was the beginning of the uh, collector's, what are we calling it? Commission for Code of Conduct. Yeah, the Collector's Code of Conduct. Collector's Code of Conduct. Uh, I will not be involved in that. Uh, that whatever that is. Drawing it clearly. up. Yeah, clearly. Um, a couple uh, uh, notes before we get going uh, to whatever we're going to do after this, um, <laughs> which is uh, eating and sleeping and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, over the next couple weeks, we've got some fun things happening in the world of pop culture. I think they're fun. So we're going to be able to really dig deep on Bill and Ted face the music. That's going to come out in three weeks. Like it or not, DC fandom is happening. We're going to get a 
trailer for Suicide Squad. We're going to get something for the Snyder Cut, and we're going to get something for, uh, fuck, the other thing. The Batman, the new Batman movie. That's what I'm most excited about, Robert Pattinson. Might get a trailer, first look, something. So that's going to be good. And, uh, man, I hope everybody's doing good. I hope everybody's healthy, and and we're all getting through 2020. It's been a crazy year. And uh, just thanks for, for, you know, I kind of thanked everybody on Group Therapy on Facebook the other day, but I really do appreciate the community. It's been a nice weekly escape uh, from the reality that we're living in, which can be overwhelming. Yeah. So. Absolutely. We were talking about how people are kind of idiots earlier this episode, people who don't understand like our community. And I, I'm very grateful for the people that we have in group therapy and for you and for Jake and our support system. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck all this. <laughs> Jake heard me say DC fandom and he mentally checked out of the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, cool, everybody. Tune in uh, to Yes Have Some next week for more fun. Hopefully. That's it. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're hoping for some fun next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Bye.